0: Hi all and welcome back to the Coffee Shop Best Bits Podcast. This is the Best Bits Podcast of a radio show I do with my good friend Dan over on 382 Radio every Friday from 7 until 10pm UK time. We had some absolutely fantastic things this week. We went through our international library of music submissions that we've been getting over the past few weeks, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, And if, of course, if you're an indie artist, you can send us your music for the radio show. On contact at bonsai78media.co.uk. We also spoke to Jacob from FTV Productions this week, uh, first non music guest, actually. Uh, he's a director of music videos, uh, and we spoke to him about his sort of career and what he does. We also went back to the Chewbacca Alpaca Macapaca backstory uh, and how Dan can do a style a day on this Chewbacca cardboard cutout. We also spoke about murderous unicorn and many many other bad films. So, if you enjoy the podcast, please let us know. We are on social media at Bonsai Seven and Eight Media um, on everything, and you can also follow us on Coffee Shop Records on most things. So, please enjoy. We're back for another week. Uh, I'm still in the Midlands. Dan in London. How is London?
1: I have actually been pretty fun over the past few days. Well. Since pub opened. <laughs> oh, the past few days, near enough.
0: What have you been up to, what? then?
1: Uh, finally went to the pub. Wait, wait. I've got, I've got a sound effect for it.
0: Give me a minute. I'm scrolling. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm talking Where's yeah,
1: God if you quack at me, Harry? There we go. I had that cut off for me. <laughs> <I'll> play <laughs> <you> again. <laughs>
0: wait. I promise we're professionals.
1: <laughs>
0: or, or I've got...
1: I swear to a good
0: if you have an R. Ah. Oh, never mind. <laughs> what, an ooh, an A, and a walla walla bing bang? Yeah. <laughs> I've got that song somewhere.
1: I uh. do have that song in my library. I'll get it, and we'll play it next week. a hey, book shirts ago. are at 40 quid. I'm tempted. I'm tempted to get
0: one. <laughs> put oh, I beg you get it, and you put it over your Chewbacca. <laughs> Just start dressing up. No, every day... You know how people put, like, outfits of the day on Instagram? Do that. we <laughs> dress up your Chewbacca with your outfit of the day.
1: <laughs> That's going on the coffee shop Instagram C- yeah. tomorrow morning. I beg you,
0: can we have a week of your outfits of the day on Chewbacca?
1: I don't know how I'm going to sort out the shoe situation. I suppose I could just put them in front of him.
0: Yeah. Just use a hashtag Chewbacca, Alpaca, Macapaca backstory. <laughs> Just referencing, If if you want to hear the Chewbacca, Alpaca, Macapaca backstory, uh, listen to last week's podcast, I think. Was it last week's podcast? That, yeah, it will be last week. Yeah, God, it feels like so long ago. Listen to the Coffee Shop Best Bits podcast, available on all popular podcast platforms, to hear the Chewbacca, Alpaca, Macapaca backstory. I keep thinking, is there any other words we could have fit in there?
1: I want to hear you try and fit the Honolulu strand bikini thing in it. I don't know how you'd fit it in there. I don't know, but in my head it fits.
0: Well, in in your head, most things fit together, but you also tried to put a screw in a nail hole. Didn't? I tried to put a nail in a screw hole. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like when you've got... Do you remember either when you've had like, your baby cousins around or when you were a kid? And that. it's
1: like the thing the shape that fit in the yeah. hole. Yeah,
0: it's like you trying to match a circle the circle into the triangle hole.
1: Do you want to i my brother made one for my niece and yeah. all of them could fit through the what through the square hole. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like he walked in, be like, Oh Darcy, look what I've made Darcy's my niece. Look what I've made you and she just went, Alright, they all go through this one
0: <laughs> I'd have loved to see his face when she works that out.
1: I, I I can't remember. She showed me when I was like when I went round, but I think I I think he did that once, and then my, and then he FaceTimed my mom, just being like, she's figured me out. I can't.
0: And today we're joined by Jacob Rorer. How are you, Jacob? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. That's fantastic, you being here. Um, how is it in the US at the minute?
2: Um, it's actually uh, doing all right. I mean, after the COVID and everything, it's starting to calm down a little bit. But um, I mean, it could be better. But you know, just enjoying every day.
0: Uh, I think that's how everyone's taking it at the minute.
2: Yeah. Um, so, of course, you're
0: actually the first guest we've had on that's not a musician. Um, right. So, for everyone listening, uh, why don't you explain a bit about yourself?
2: Um, well, my name is Jacob Rocker, um, based in Buffalo, New York. I am national uh, now. I uh, shoot music videos throughout the entire U.S. and Canada. Um, I've been doing it for about, <laughs> since as long as I can remember, honestly, profitably I've been doing it for about three years, two, three years, but um, I've been doing it since I was actually in high school, since I first started in high school, about seventh grade. And I took a TV production class and kind of went from there.
0: Okay. And you mentioned profits. be there. Does that mean this
2: is your full-time job? Uh, Yeah. I do do music videos full-time. I put all my energy into it. And um, I've been doing pretty well for the last year and a half. I've been able to uh, support myself. So it's uh, pretty awesome.
0: So what's it like being able to do something you enjoy that much as your full-time job?
2: It's great. It's great. Lots of flexibility. But um, it's just I love doing it just because I get to see the country. And, you know, it's just it's great because I get paid to do it. That's my favorite part about it is, you know, being able to travel and see things and they don't cost you anything. That's that's what's awesome about it. Yeah.
0: And of course, you do a lot of music videos, so you must have a passion for music. What's the first music you remember listening to?
2: Oh, this is, this is an awesome question. Honestly. Um, my dad used to take me to music festivals as a kid, uh, like the great blue Heron, um, which is around here in the Western New York area. But, um, we used to go there. He used to take me to the grateful dead shows, like, uh, the dead and company. So kind of like once they got back together, when I was younger and I used to be so excited to go to these shows and, uh, one second. And, um, it was more like, I don't even know how you would describe it. It was, it was kind of like, um, like seventies, like that seventies era type of music okay. and, uh, very chill.
0: Yeah. And so was this also sort of the first kind of music you bought or would you say you bought a sort of different type of music?
2: Um, I did buy into that music a little bit. Um, I, I think the first time I actually ever could buy a song, I was, I had like the first generation iPhone and they had, um, Apple music or whatever on it. And you would buy the song individually. Yeah. And, um, my dad actually had friends in a band and they were called the B side dubs. And I think that was the first actual song I bought was from the B side dubs. Okay. Um,
0: And so tell us a bit more about um, your sort of journey into music video production. How did you initially get into that?
2: Okay, so when I was younger, like I said earlier in the video um, or in the podcast, I should say, seventh grade was really like the starting point for me. I was actually in the ski club and um, I was filming videos for myself. I was filming myself skiing and And doing all kinds of crazy tricks and stuff and and um the the chaperone of the ski club actually ran the tv production class and he said he goes would you be interested in maybe you know taking my class you know you do pretty well and i said of course i'm gonna take your class so i took the class for a few years and i started doing segments because we used to broadcast our news um to the whole school and um i used to do segments and and kind of like a news type thing and and I kind of grew out of it. I stopped taking the class. And um, once I got out of high school, I was like, well, what do you really want to do with yourself? Because I, like, stopped for a while. And I said, well, I love editing. You know, I'm really, really good at it. And um, so I decided to start filming music videos for people. Um, once my, actually, an, an artist locally here, his name is Munch. He was the first one to get me onto it and, and uh, do a music video for him. I think I was charging, like, 50 bucks at the time which is like super super cheap but um and then i got into it and and then warhol and sean kingston he was doing a feature with him he paid them for a feature they were in the area and it's crazy because i still look back at like the pictures i have of like from footage and they're just standing there and it's and that's what made me really fall in love with it and so
0: did you actually get to work with sean kingston
2: um, he was actually he had a show at Niagara University, which is thirty minutes for um, towards um, you know where Niagara Falls is, I'm sure.
0: Yep. I agree.
2: Yep. He was doing a uh show there, and my buddy happened to hit up Warhol SS, who is the um, uh guy who he was touring with, and uh, he was in the area, and he's like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Quick, two thousand dollars, you know. So, my buddy paid $2,000 to have him come and say a few bars on the uh, track at the studio. And I was just filming him. And Sean, I just will never forget. Sean Kingston's eating a bag of hot Cheetos in the studio. And he's not <laughs> saying nothing to nobody. And I was just shaking and nervous. And it was just crazy.
0: That that must have been something else getting to meet Sean. Oh,
2: yeah. And we were together for at least an hour. It was like, I didn't really say much to him, but you know he was there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just going back on
0: what you said there, um something that's always interested me about American schools, um is the whole sort of you mentioned there being sort of a news network or TV network that you broadcast to the school.
2: Yeah, when I was um in high school, we had um something called where you could broadcast your announcements. Um like I said, I got in on that class and we had a we had a studio up in uh across from the locker rooms in the gym. And it had a green screen on it, like a big red, uh, one of those really expensive $30,000 red cameras. It was just right there. And every morning they would tune in after first period onto the smart boards, the big screens, and they would see all of our faces throughout the whole school. That's how our um, we relayed information to all the students. Instead of just like a vocal announcement, it was, a, it was actually a visual announcement. Okay.
0: And so... I'm asking this because this is completely uncommon in the UK. Is oh, that yeah. sort of a common thing across U.S. schools?
2: Um, you know, it's it's hit or miss, really, because I've talked to people that have went to schools that are like two towns over, or three towns over, and they didn't do that. But um, you know, some a lot of schools do do it here, and a lot of schools don't do it. It's kind of like uh, at their discretion okay so was your school a big school then what you say it's more surprisingly on the surprisingly I graduated from a school and they I only graduated with sixty kids I was in wow. I actually grew up in a small town yeah and okay. the English teacher was actually a back the English teacher who was also a TV production teacher was a background in the movie uh I think it was like Bruce Almighty or Evan Almighty he was a background in and you know he went through that and he lived in LA for a few years and then he came back to teach English and uh he did the TV production as elective so wow
0: okay yeah. so run me through a sort of typical shoot day what would you sort of go through start to finish when you do a shoot
2: start to finish well usually i'm booking people months in advance um cuz lately it's just been off the chain but um months in advance. And then we start a planning process. We figure out, um, what the artist, the look, the artist wants in the video, or sometimes they'll just give me full creative freedom on it. And then I start, you know, I see what my budget is for that video. Um, I go based when I charge people on what their budget is a minimum of 500. But, um, if they have a couple thousand, you know, that goes into like props and, um, talent resourcing, you know, I usually don't bring anybody else into film, but um, uh, on the beginning process, I'm usually going over trying to figure out um, what we're going to need planning, script writing, storyboard, um, all that. And then I go over with the artist. um, And then we, um, he'll look it over. And then by the time shoot day comes, we'll put the plan together, film everything. Uh, Typically, I usually do them in one day um but well film in one day but um then i take all the footage home uh edit it color correct it um and then goes back to the artist just sum it up
0: okay and i think you covered a bit there but the ideas for say music videos are they from sort of the creators or do you sort of get full creative freedom on them
2: um, it's, it's kind of 50, 50, because I have artists that are like really pristine on what they want and, you know, very, very picky and we'll go back and I'll send it back. And then they'll say, okay, I like this, but you know, can we do this? And then I say, okay, yeah, no problem. And then we, you know, do this with it. And there's artists that'll go back and forth and back and forth until it's absolutely perfect. And then there's artists that love it. The first time I do it, when I have the full creative freedom. You know, it's kind of, it all depends on the artist, really.
0: Okay. And have you ever had someone that's particularly difficult to work with in that sense?
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, job's got to get done. And, you know, customer service is what I pride myself on, is making sure (laughs) that your client gets exactly what they wanted.
0: Yeah. Okay. And so what would you say are sort of the, the best and the worst parts of a shoot, day?
2: Well, I have ran into a few problems early on when I first started um, profitably doing it. Uh, There's a company called concert crave. Um, They had me come out and uh, film. They were like four hours away. Uh, I get all the way there and I don't have as many batteries as I thought I brought. (laughs) Batteries were dying halfway through. So I'm like, Oh, what am I going to do? So I'm back and forth, charging them, popping them back in, charging them, popping back in. This was early on, but you know, without going through those mistakes would never have helped me learn to get where I am today. Um, but you know, back to, back to your question, the hardest part, um, probably like I said, is making sure your, your batteries are, cause that could, that could turn a shoe completely upside down if your batteries aren't fully charged. Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes lighting can be an issue. You might be in too bright of an area. You might be in too dark of an area. And then if you're in too dark of an area, you get that glare. And um, there's a lot, a lot that goes into it that could go wrong. A lot that could go wrong.
0: Okay. And of course, we've spoken a couple of times about you've now done this full-time. At what point did you realize you could make this profitable and you could make it into your full-time job?
2: Well, when I first started, I I was looking at, this guy named Cole Bennett. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Lyrical lemonade. Well, you know, back to the part where I said, you know, what am I going to do? Once I got out of high school, I said, what am I going to do? You know, I didn't go to college. I didn't do that. The most I got on my belt is, you know, a TV production elective class, but how can I turn this into something great? So I started studying video editors and I took a liking to Cole Bennett and his style. And it's so creative and I can just look at something he does and, and just kind of try to finagle it and, you know, make it look similar. But once I uh, found out about Cole Bennett and realized, you know, they're making so much money, you know, and they love doing what they're doing. I said, I'm going to try it. So I said, you know, I have, a whole family that's in business. And I started my prices at like $50. And I said, you know, they're like, why are you doing that? You're like not making any money on it. And you're putting so much time into it. Well, I was trying to build a clientele. Once you start at those low prices, you get a clientele. And then you show them how good you really are over time. They're going to want to stay with you because, you know, of the quality of the video. And it's really not increasing over time as much as, as much as other things
0: yeah okay and so what would you say was the sort of hardest part of getting started um
2: equipment (laughs) equipment is not cheap at all um i'm shooting i started on like a a walmart the first time i ever shot a music video i think it was like a walmart nikon camera and now i'm shooting in 4k on five thousand dollar cameras um And, you know, to get up to that point took a lot of, you know, a lot of shoots that weren't profitable and you got to put that money back and then try to upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. And now I'm at the point where I got, you know, everything I need pretty, not everything I need, but, you know, enough, enough things that I need where I can go out and make a video just with what I have. And then that's where it becomes profitable.
0: Okay. And so with these videos, do you limit yourself to music videos or have you done other types in the past as well?
2: Um, I specialize in music videos, but I have done promotional videos for business. Um, I actually just got another booking for one. It's a tree service. They want me to come in and film them a commercial on uh, their business and try to get some exposure. So I said, yeah, I'll do that. Um, Not as much as the music videos though. The music videos really are uh, what I focus on.
0: Okay, and because of that, would you say the music videos are your favorite ones to do, or would you say the sort of one-off ones have a different feeling for you?
2: Um, can you repeat that question one more time?
0: Yeah. Uh, would you say the music videos would be your favorite ones, or are the sort of ones you get one-off? Would you say they feel a bit better in a sense?
2: Um, I'd definitely say I, I like doing the music videos. They are my favorite. They, uh, just cause there's so much you can do with them. There's, you know, just and you can get so creative with them and, and you can put your own twist on it and everyone's going to think it's a great video. But if I take, you know, someone's face and they're spinning around the whole frame like that on a promotional video, you know, people are going to be like, what is this? Yeah. So I, I like being able to throw extra creativity on the music videos. and That's why they're my favorite.
0: Have you ever had, like, a really weird request for a music video before?
2: Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I actually, I mean, not too weird, but, like, it's it got to the point where I was like, are we, are you sure you really want to, like, do this? Um, I had a client, and um, he's actually local, and he wanted to do a music video. And we were shooting in a studio, uh, Buffalo Video Production, and he had all these little kids there. And, you know, they're drinking whiskey in the video on the green screen. And, and I'm like, and he's like, yeah, I want to make sure these kids get in the video. You know, they want to be in it. (laughs) They're like, they're like five years old, six years old. I said, you know what? I said, maybe we'll do a PG copy and then we'll do a a typical copy. Because I can't, when you got kids, it's kind of hard to incorporate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless it's that, you know, catered to that niche or that genre, then I could do it. But not yeah. for that type of song. It's very bull, uh, very vile. Yeah. Okay.
0: And so, who would you say is the best artist you've ever worked with?
2: Hmm. I love all of them, to be honest. But if I had to say the most talented artist I've worked with, I would have to say probably Munge. Number, he's one of the top ones. Um, I got a video for a kid named Dylan Tool coming up actually in Puerto Rico he's got uh like thirty thousand and a check mark on instagram um war probably and warhol was most talented
0: okay and is there a sort of a different feeling when these sort of bookings come in that are sort of very um, rated?
2: uh not really i mean i just kind of go into it and do my thing um when Warhol was there, there definitely was a lot of pressure. But like I said, that was early on. That was very, very early on. And uh, I kind of got thrown into that one. <laughs> um, but not really. I'd say I just kind of go in there and I'm in my zone. And I kind of just do what I got to do.
0: Okay. And so what sort of stuff are you working on at the minute? What can we expect to see in the upcoming months?
2: Right now I'm actually working on a drug prevention video for a local client here in Buffalo. Um, they're thinking about starting a YouTube channel. They wanted me to run through, do an intro. So I'm going to be doing, it's kind of like a cinematic, kind of like a movie look. It's supposed to like really hit you hard. Um, that's going to be dropping soon. Um, I have a video this month on the 21st, uh, for J bands. That's going to be shot in New York city. um, and then i have one in may let me see check my calendar here may 17th for dylan tool and that's gonna be shot in san juan puerto rico so a couple uh couple of videos coming up
0: okay and so what would you sort of say is um your dream shoot what sort of shoot you want to that's sort of top of your bucket list
2: um well i just got back from la actually and and I went down there and I looked at all the film sets that they have, and, and they just don't come anywhere near to what we have here. And, you know, if I could get in a studio like that someday and have a really high budget client who's willing to put it all on the table and we can make a great video in one of those studios, I'd like to build some sets in uh, in a big studio okay. in LA. Okay. Yep. And what
0: would you say is your sort of inspiration behind your work? Do you have someone in particular
2: something definitely had to have has to be cole bennett cole bennett <laughs> i lo- i he's like my role model man i i watch every video he does and the time he puts into it the creativity it's just different it's different for him like you can look at steve cannon or you know uh drew film that or you know all these guys that just do cut and dry you know real clean cinematic costs you know real slow motion no nah, cole bennett he does like twists and zooms and, you know, stuff that's just different. It's different. Okay. And uh, so
0: it's been fantastic speaking, Jacob. Um, we've got a on-running sort of final question uh, in these interviews. Do you have a favorite cookie?
2: A favorite cookie?
0: Yeah. Hmm.
2: I would have to say my favorite cookie, I'd have to probably be, I'd have to go with the, the basic chocolate chip.
0: Solid choice, solid yeah. choice. Um, so it's been fantastic speaking to you. Uh, how can people sort of check out your work? What plug? You, give you a chance to plug your social medias and everything.
2: Um, I uh, I do a lot of my promotion on Instagram. That's where I um posting all my new videos that are coming out. Uh, that's at underscore ftb productions. Um, I do have a website. You can click the link in the bio there. But definitely check the Instagram page first because that's where I post mostly everything. Um, my portfolio is on the website. You have, my prices are on the website. Um, I am national. So if anybody out there wants a video, um, I I am I do travel. And uh, yeah, mainly Instagram. That's pretty much it.
0: Okay. Well, it's been fantastic speaking, Jacob. And good luck for the future. Thank you. I appreciate
1: it. Why do I... Sorry, Snakes and Ladders sounds like something that one of those really crap action films that that they adapted from last week.
0: <laughs> Talking about them, we saw, we watched some of the trailers, didn't we? Yeah. I've not got around to watching... Jesus Christ, Vampire Slayer went off Amazon Prime. You have to buy it now. Anyway. God damn it. But I'm, I'll be honest, I'm tempted to. Yeah. Because it does look quite funny, and I do have money... <laughs> I do have gift card money on my Amazon account. <laughs>
1: Is that the one where he makes a cross out of uh, window wipers? Yeah. And you've got
0: got Jesus on a Vesper. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm going to find out how much it is. Then we can debate whether to get it. Uh, Should we stream a watch (laughs) along? It's £8. Wow. (laughs) Wow. 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 All
1: you've got long. I I don't think you're far off with your theory you had about them the the other day, though.
0: What they're just college projects.
1: They're like uni projects or something. Well,
0: if you if you find Lamageddon, uh we'll give we'll give all the listeners a minute. Don't, we'll wait. Don't worry.
1: Hold <sighs> oh, on, hold on. I'll send you a file for some elevator music. Okay.
0: Don't don't worry. We're waiting. We've got time. Go watch Larmageddon. Don't worry. <laughs> you've got <the> extra. <laughs> get,
1: got. <laughs> I mean, we, I mean, we've got about an hour left. So yeah. Don't be- We've well, got
0: time. We'll stay. <sighs> <sighs>
1: I need to paint that wall. Should we we put some fake reactions in? (laughs) Oh. Just act like we're watching along with us. Oh. I told you that would happen.
0: Oh, it's him from that film. I didn't know he was in this film. (laughs) Yeah, so. It was his face. If you watch Again*, that is genuinely. It's got the plot to be one of those films that's absolutely awful, but it's funny awful. Like, if you watch the trailer for Spaghetti Man, that looks awful. It's funny awful. <laughs> you, you know the films that are awful, but they're funny awful. Yeah, this it's one, like a... this one has some of the worst acting in. Um, it's like, clearly There's colorful. like
1: some old horror films that are like that as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, but this is clearly a college project. Mm. Um, but it's literally a llama appears from space. And it goes around killing everyone, and like it stabs someone with a unicorn. <laughs> like it's—I don't know. Jesus Christ, Vampire Slayer as well. You've got Jesus on a moped fighting vampires. They're making a cross out of window wipers. <laughs> like, if you, if you for some reason have decided to stay and
1: listen to the show tonight instead of going to the pub.
0: When we're finished, or all
1: all going to the cinema, renting out a cinema and watching Jesus Christ, Vampire yeah, Slayer.
0: yeah, watch some of those films because they are genuinely. Hero- I'm going to watch Spaghetti Man tonight because I, I think it's. a I watch I've started watching films again.
1: I watched a couple this week. Um, as soon as we come, we're, we're doing a big movie night. <laughs>
0: we we have to mess a movie night with some of these absolutely awful looking films. Uh, what else? Cow. Cal- Cowgirls versus pterodactyls.
1: That sounds like it shouldn't be on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh. it looks. Um,
0: after her husband is taken by a malicious pterodactyl, a school teacher enlists the help of a prostitute and a gunslinger to rescue him. <laughs> I when we were talking about houses. I think I've seen that video somewhere before, Dan. <laughs> and that's it for this week folks thank you very much for listening as I said earlier you can follow us on social media at bonsai78media on Instagram and LinkedIn at coffeeshoprec that's R-E-C on Twitter at records underscore on Instagram I'm at harry underscore con one on Instagram down is at d.a.n underscore dot m on Instagram you can also email us your music or just let us know how you like the podcast Uh, on contact at bonsai78media.co.uk. You can catch the live show next week. We will be back once again next Friday, 7 until 10pm UK time. And of course, the podcast for that week's show will be out once again next Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your week and goodbye.